Yo, what's poppin', bro? <laughs> what's going on? Good to see you. It is good to see you. I mean, obviously, you know, this is like our first time kind of doing a real in-person podcast, no test run. Um, and also, you don't live here. You- yeah, yeah. No, I feel like I feel like I'm here enough. But every time I'm here, man, quick, like bang week, I'm out. And you know how fast New York City is. So, but I love it, man. I love it. And it's nice being in the office with the backdrop and seeing you. Obviously, we're going to get into how we know each other. But yeah, I, I, I can't complain. So where are you at right now? Like what's what's happening in your world? What's happening in my world? Well, actually, why don't we take the step back and just like really talk about like the genesis maybe of this. And Let's then we could talk about like what's going on in my world. I got you. Because like. People don't know, like for sure. Why? Why we're doing Cal. this? Yeah, I'm yeah. Derek. Yeah, and <laughs> right? what we're into. Yeah, and yeah. like I, I think that would be a little bit of that would be some good context to to kind of frame everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I would say is first, obviously, we met through the company that we're both at right now, or in the organization of. For right? sure. Um, we met at Vayner Sports Pass, which is like an NFT project. Yep. Um. And which is part of the whole kind of like Gary V world, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the thing right off the bat, we had like a good chemistry. No doubt. And but I think what's always funny is like we both are people, people, persons. Yeah. People, people. Yeah. Enjoy relationships. Enjoy people. Right. And but we hit, also hit it off just on like we're both into personal development. We're both into bettering our lives. We both love to read books. We both love sports. There's a lot of a lot of shit that we like bonded over, yeah. right? Yeah. And I always thought it was just funny that like you're how old? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. You're twenty one. <laughs> you're from Alberta, Canada. Canada. I am thirty eight. I am from Long Island, New York. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm married. I have kids. I'm single, no kids. Yeah, so we're we're like an odd couple of sorts. Yeah. But like I think what was always special about our relationship was like you are just starting out um you know, I think that obviously I think the world of you and I think you have a, a ton of talent. You're I like appreciate a, that. you're like the young rookie phenom, you know? Yeah. And I'm uh, like the trusty vet. Yeah, and I and I think that that <laughs> dichotomy and just over several meetings like you providing your input on certain things and me coming at it from a different angle. Just, I mean, the value that I got from some of those conversations that we've had was significant. And I think to your point, you being in a completely different stage of life kind of sets this up because I come at it from one angle and you come at it from another and we kind of net out, Hey, this is actually where we're going. So yeah, I, uh, again, I enjoyed sort of all our previous conversations and this is kind of the context for why we've decided to do this. You being, you know, the vet and me being the young rook and, and us coming together. So I, I guess now is the time to introduce, you know, what you're doing right now and 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 how you got into that. But it's like, take me back. Where, where'd you start? Where were you at 21? Where was I at 21? Yeah. What, like, so I'm here right now. Where were you at 21? That's a great question. Honestly, if we think about it from like the lens of, or the contrast between me and you, yeah. Like I was not the rookie phenom. You were at twenty one. I was not. I was not. I was lost. Okay. I was lost when I was twenty one. I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but I've always been like creative. I've always been a writer. Yep. Um, 
I went to college as a film communications, okay. uh, like with an emphasis um, where'd on you go again? film. Uh, University of Wisconsin, okay. Badger. Good. Yeah. And so I came out and my first thought was like, I want to write movies. Okay. Um, and so I was like always writing, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I ended up in a family business, okay. uh, which is like the jewelry business. Um, and the long story short there is like, I was there out of like comfort in some ways and yeah. my whole family's in that business. Um, and it allowed me to write on the side and I was doing a lot of freelance writing. I was trying to be a screenwriter yeah, and yeah. gain traction in some ways doing that. Um, but for the most part, it, I was really kind of like stunted in that, in, in those years, in my twenties and really, uh, lost to just be like straight up. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I was really, you know, like I had a lot of insecurities, um, a lot of what I see from a lot of 20 year olds, yeah. most 20 year olds, yeah. it's like you, you go to college or, you know, or some, some people don't, but like the ones that do, it's like, you're supposed to pick a major yeah, and, you and then it it's out. like, go out into the real world and, and figure it out. But I think a lot of 20 year olds, you know, they get out and they're like, thinking that they're supposed to have it all figured out right off the bat. And that was me. And, and I think that's, you know, I, I think that's starting to change in society, but that transition period coming out of university or high school, whether that be, you don't go to university and, and again, the, the parents pressures or just societal pressures of, yeah. Hey, yeah, you got to have it figured out. You got to get that job. You got to do this. I think that, you know, I'm seeing at least in my peer group, a transition where that individual is like, Hey, I want to do this for the next two years, but then I want to try this. And, you know, I want to travel and I want to do so many things. And it's interesting um, because I'm sure that things were different, obviously when you were 21 and you coming out of university. But I mean, I guess when, when you get into that story, my initial question is reflecting back. If you had to give yourself one piece of advice from what you know now, yeah. At you at 21, what would you say? Yeah, it's it's really, it's funny because, you know, we're like, what, like 30 feet from Gary's office. Very true. But it's very like true. a Gary, it's like very much a Gary thing where it's like, you have so much time, you know? And I remember feeling when I was 21, 22, 23, every single year, I just remember feeling like I'm so far behind. Like I see certain friends that are advancing in their careers yeah. or making this much money. And like, I, I still don't even know what the fuck to do. And, and I think like that perspective, that's why I really, you know, respect and admire Gary. Cause it's true. And now I'm 38 and I still, and now I really believe that. Like I've, I've yeah. got time, like, I definitely. Can, you know, and like, obviously I've advanced in my career and I've definitely done some things. And, yeah. But, you know, I think when you're at that age, it's just really hard to have any perspective when you don't no have doubt. experience yet, no right? So you, you try your best to just like, you know, fake it and yeah. like really talk the talk, but yeah. like, how can you really know what you're getting yourself into? I mean, this is goes to an even larger conversation around like, and you know how I feel about this, which is like, I don't think high school and college curriculums I, do a good job of preparing you I'm for what you. you're like getting into, you know, like teach me, the, teach me the shit that I actually need once I get out in the real world and I get out there and it's like, okay, so like, taxes and mortgages yeah. and all oh. that. I don't know any of this stuff. And none of it was even brought up during, you yeah. know, high school and university. And I think 
I think that's the beauty of this, right? Like as we continue this journey in terms of the podcast, like we want to educate people on those things that again, maybe the, you know, the high school university curriculum in North America doesn't teach you. And I just think that like you, you, you made a point there that you felt behind at 21. And I think a a point that I just want to nail in is that everyone's running their own race. Right. Like we're all on our own path. You're going to do what you're going to do. And I think that judging yourself compared to others is is not the way to go about it. And I just want to, I, I preach that to, you know, my peer group in terms of, hey, like, bro, you're doing amazing for what you want to do. You're doing amazing for where you're at and keep, you know, keep plugging away, keep doing what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, you could be making all the amount of money in the world. You got to do what you want to do and you got to do what you love. So I think like sure. for me I, I, and just going off of what you said, as an ambitious young person, I think the thing that I lack the most, and I, I'm self-aware enough to admit this, patience, man. Like yeah. you get you get in somewhere, you get an opportunity, you come out of university, you come out of high school, whatever, and it's like you want to run a million miles an hour. Absolutely. And so I, that's something that I've struggled with internally is that, you know, I want to make things happen tomorrow. But every like you're everything building, man. Every, yeah. can't ha- everything can't happen tomorrow. And I think that, you know, that's such an interesting conversation because – the amount of people that I know and that that definitely feel this way is significant. And I think that, you know, everyone should have some sort of ambition in their life and some sort of goal that they want to achieve. But again, it doesn't have to happen tomorrow. Like you said, you have time. So that's really what's on my been on my mind lately in terms of, you know, what you brought up. It's funny that you say that just because like, man, that was a that was one of my big things too back in the okay. day. And like to some degree it still is, is that impatience, right? And and I yeah. think Part of the reason that we wanted to do this pod is like personal development to me, which by the way is like I, I it's it needs a full rebrand as a term, Agreed. right? Like people don't fully like if you asked me five years ago, like so personal development, I would be like, oh, so like some like boring seminar, yeah. like yeah, yeah, just yeah. like a bunch of people like wearing like you know ties and suits and yeah. like yeah, and it's and to me, but it's it's not as I've kind of like really fell in love with personal development through like reading and nonfiction and podcasts and all these different things, it's really about like, how can I live a better life? Right. How can I be happier? How can I have better mental health? Better relationships. How can I have better relationships? How can I uh, do things that are fulfilling in terms of like my career? And, you know, again, like when I think about the impatience stuff, like there's stuff that I did 10 years ago, 15 years ago and then like all the way up until now where like it didn't make sense at the time what I why I was doing things so a lot of times I think you know this might just be me speaking but it just feels like I just and I would end up at places like very you know just like serendipitously yeah I agree or just kind of like arbitrarily just like okay here I am I guess this is what I'm doing for for the next like yeah yeah for the for the rest of my life but obviously that wasn't the case for sure and i just remember i have a a buddy who hired me out of my who basically when i decided okay like i can't go on in this family business like yeah. i have to kind of like make my own way and just take a chance yeah. he gave me an opportunity as okay. my buddy Jesse yeah and it was at a, a digital marketing company okay and I remember I went there and I'm like, okay, I'm out in the real world, really like in the real world, yeah. like not like with my family business. Yeah, I yeah. can't just do come and go as I please. For like, sure. you know, you and it was, it was, it was much healthier. And so I get into digital marketing 
I'm there for a couple months. I fucking hate it. I'm like, this is terrible. This, this is yeah, not yeah. me. Like, I, I can't do this. So I'm like, all right, within this organization, like, I'm not going to do like the in the weeds digital marketing. Like, maybe what I want to do is like business development. I got you. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, yo, let me try and do this. He gave yeah, me the yeah. opportunity to do some business development, sales, all that stuff. Terrible at that. Like, oh, just, okay. just awful. Like, like awful in terms of like, your performance or awful you didn't like it? Just like I hated it. And like, I, I was, that wasn't like my skill set. My skill set is much more from a, yeah, from a creative uh, standpoint. And so we got to this point at which it was like, it's just not working out. And my buddy Jesse, who okay. was basically the boss, like, had to let me go, which was whatever. At yeah. the time, I was like, you know, very upset about it. For sure. I can imagine. Um, and what he said to me was like, you know, and I think back to this a lot, which is like, this is a stepping stone, like use this as a stepping stone to the next thing. And, you know, at the time, like I didn't really like understand it as much or I understood, but like, I was like, okay, you know, you just, you just basically like fired me. Yeah. Um, but as my career has gone along, I, I've really taken that to heart and it's like, okay, I learned something here, even though I hated it. Now I actually have a better understanding of digital marketing and yeah. of sales and of business development. And I really was able to take that and leverage it to my next thing. And then as I've kind of gone through and I have such a mishmash of like experience in all, I've done startup work, I've done like freelance stuff, yeah. I'm doing web three things, I wrote children's, uh, children's book, all yeah. these things that had varying degrees of success and like whatever. Um, and now I'm here in this position at 1.37 PM, I'm the creative director. Okay. And honestly, I feel like it has been a long and winding road. But everything led to this. But everything led to this in some way. And, and, and so, you know, I'm grateful for just having that experience just to know, okay, I didn't, that's not what I was like wanted to do. That wasn't what was in the cards for me. Yeah. But it was a great learning experience and it really just set me forth on this path of of you know really finding out where what i should be doing and and like and honestly just more so about like just life and like how yeah, life yeah. works i mean i think that's super interesting though because again like you you coming out of university what that's like a 20-year journey to get to where you are now yeah. and and all those hodgepodge of things and different experiences that you had, I'm sure have built your skill set to, you know, be the creative director of 137 and actually excel in that role. And and I'm sure, you know, that's what you want to be doing because obviously you're a very creative guy. And I know that from working with you. But I mean, how would you say that, like, what what was that one, I guess, eureka moment that you're like, you know, all of these things that I've done, even though I didn't want to do them actually provided me value because now I'm where I want to be potentially, or, or maybe not yet, but you're still kind of on that journey. I think that's super interesting. Like to speak to that a little bit more. Yeah. What I would say is like, right after I got laid off was when I took like my first real leap of faith. Um, laid so, the, and then this is, so this is when I ended up uh, starting my startup business, okay. right? Yeah. Ball at the time, like managing five different teams. It was really the only thing I cared about at, at that brief moment in time. I, okay. I love sports, but yeah. I also just love fantasy football. And, um, I was managing the CEO's team and like all these things. And I was just thinking about it all the time. Yeah. And I just thought there was a concept there. And, 
And so I ended up like having this, um, this kind of like chance meeting with somebody in one of the leagues okay. that I didn't know. Yeah. And the long story short is I, I ended up with one of my close friends and this guy that I met, uh, starting the startup business that was yeah. all about a professional fantasy football league okay. built on blockchain. This was like early, like before anybody even like really we'll was, talk about it the was blockchain. like in the beginning. So it was way too early. Yeah. Know? The funny part about it is that I actually pitched it to Gary okay. in this office yeah. like four years ago. Um, he passed on it. 2018? <laughs> yeah, 2018. 2018. Okay. Uh, around 2018 or so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think while I was in that business, I really like decided, okay, I'm, I'm a co-founder now, right? This is like startup world, brand new to me. Um and I just remember like we started to to build out like different parts of the business, the marketing side, the finance side, the product side, you know, all of these different aspects. And it just gave me this exposure to all the different sides and how when we started hiring different people, really learning about like how how people operate in those positions and like just absorbing the information. And I, I remember yeah. thinking like, you know, at the time, like, this is great. Like now I'm learning, I'm really kind of getting a sense of, of things that I just didn't know. And I'm going to, I'm going to use this stuff. And yeah, I think, can take it. yeah. And around that time is when I also, I would, I would say before that, and I read a book that somebody put, put me onto, okay. which is one of your favorite books I know, which is Think and Grow Rich. Love right? that book. Yeah, definitely. And that was one of those like real eureka moments for okay. me. And, um, out of that, I just started like, feeling like okay you know that expression like the more you know the more you, you for sure the more you know you don't know right yeah, yeah, like yeah. and now then all of a sudden i was on this quest for just like i want to learn as much from books and from podcasts and from all these like things learning, i just yeah. want to apply them and pick and choose what i can take and make part of like my arsenal to make me a more well-rounded individual yeah and so, yeah, over the last couple of years, like that's really been my approaches. And the funny thing is now I'm 38 and I'm in this role and like, look, I still wake up and I'm just like, I feel like, you know, uh, the kid in, in, in the dad's clothing, yeah, yeah, like yeah, with yeah. the suitcase going to work, like yeah. who's going to find out that like, I really, you know, like uh, maybe I'm not fit for this role. Like uh, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not the, the guy and like, you know, but like, and then you always have to give yourself the pep talk. Like, no, you got this. Like, yeah. Self-talk. Yeah. And, and so it's constantly this, this internal battle yeah. of like, you know, giving your yourself the confidence and the motivation and you know what you have experience like you've done this before and 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 you start to realize it's really all about relationships and like simple things that exactly. really help you advance in your career yeah and i mean as as you talk about that like i'm sitting here right and so i'm 21 as we mentioned and and you're having this internal battle with yourself and self-talk and you're like yes i've had these experiences whereas for someone like me I haven't had these experiences. I'm, I'm coming in fresh off the boat, like yeah. new to the game, new to the business world. I've always like I've loved entrepreneurship and just business. It's kind of been my so I'm, a, I'm an athlete. Um, I played soccer as a kid growing up, right. other sports. And, you know, that was my number one. But number two a was great athlete, by the way. I appreciate that. A, yeah. A, I mean, a top tier. Top tier. Footy. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that. A <laughs> yeah, little bit. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, man, like a story that comes to mind for me was 
I remember I was living in Dubai at the time and I, I probably spent grade six to eight in Dubai. And I remember when I wasn't playing sport, I was like, shit, like, how do I, how do I make money? How do I learn things that like, you know, are such as like arbitrage? Like I was looking these words up, like what is arbitrage? Right. And I was like, okay, like, uh, selling things, buying things for cheaper and selling them for more expensive in a different market. So what I then did was I would get money from my parents and I would go to the grocery store, which was right by our school every day before, uh, before school. Yeah. And I would buy, you know, the hottest candy, like the chocolate bars, whatever. <laughs> and legit, I never went to school with any books or anything in my backpack. I would go with a bag full of candy. Yeah. And what I would do is I, I ended up being the school dealer. Yeah. So <laughs> legit, legit, man, I would like, you know, everyone knew my phone number yeah. and was like, oh, you got any like Sour Patch Kids today? And and that candy, we didn't have that candy to buy. I'm forgetting like what the specific thing was. Yeah. But so I'd be like, yeah, I got like, you know, I got grape. I got you were flipping raspberry. Candy, yeah. Flipping candy, man. And making like. I swear I was making like a few hundred bucks a month and I'm like, this is crap 12. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. And so I was just like, I, I was less so paying attention to, you know, the math class and the English class and more so honing in on building those relationships with my clients, consumers yeah. and you know, making money at it. And so I think like for me, it's always been one of those things where even though I'm only 21, I have, I have like the relevant experiences and, you know, just I, I, to your point, like I, I, I felt like I've been a lifelong learner in the years that I've been alive, obviously, uh -huh. you know, less than you. But for me, I think that growing up and in my past living in, you know, six different places and getting to experience all sorts of different cultures has just broadened my horizons and perspective on life and being able to, you know, I, I think for me, the biggest thing is every couple of years we would move and I had to restart. I uh -huh. had to reinvent myself. So I feel like that's provided me a lot of insight into who I am as a human being and just allowed me to excel in, you know, whatever, whether that be sport, whether that be business, whether that be my professional world, personal with yeah. relationships. And I think that, you know, I'm super grateful for my family and the, the way that I, I grew up and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But I do, I think that's, you know, why I am where I am today, even though, you know, I'm only 21, I, I feel like I do have some sort of experience. And I think that, you know, I'll say to people who maybe don't, who who are just starting out, that it'll come with time. Like, right. man, like there's so travel. Do what you can while you while you what. Like, I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. Like, I can I can go to Amsterdam and see the culture tomorrow if I if I want if I have the financial means to do so. And I think that you know, life's what it, what you make it, man. I know, like, but what but what I would say is like first off that the fact that you are doing that is like a natural skill that has set you up in such a big way. And like, you know, when you hear the stories of a lot of these successful entrepreneurs, they have similar stories, right? Like Gary wasn't a great student, right? For because sure. Because he was like business minded from the jump. You're like about uh, Michael Rubin, like where he started sure. like this. And like these certain things, it's funny, like I'm jealous of the fact that you moved from place to place. Cause I, I always think about it like this. I grew up like in a pretty comfortable, like good, very nice town, like a, a very okay. good childhood. On Long Island? On Long Island, middle upper class. Yeah. And I mean, I would just say it like this, like it set me back. Like it did not, like if I had grown up in a, in a tougher environment yeah. where like I was hungrier, like right out of the gate, uh, I feel like that's why you are 
as advanced as you are at an early age is because you had to reinvent yourself and do those sorts of things. But I think that goes to like, you know, they say dreams go dead in the comfort zone. Like yeah. it's it's one of those things where comfort comfortability is is a drug. Like in terms yeah. of being in that comfort zone and and never wanting to take that leap and yeah. what in whatever facet of life that is, being uncomfortable is one of the things needed in personal development and for growth. And obviously through your different working experiences, I'm sure you were uncomfortable several times and still probably are to this day. And yes. I think that that's such a benefit to, you know, I think where you're at for sure. But just like something that I'm grateful for is that I actually enjoy that uncomfortability and having to adapt and always, you know, change, you know, what I've got going on just because of that comfort zone aspect. Well, so you read about it where it's like the people that are the most successful, they make that part of the process, yeah, like the, the, the thing most that enjoyable. they end up enjoying, right? Like that's what the thing is. Uh, but by the way, I will say one other thing, which yeah. is like, I think there was a point at which, you know, maybe late twenties, early thirties okay. where I, I finally had this realization where like, n nobody's going to just give me the thing that no I one want. Owes you anything like, I can't, yeah, nobody owes me anything. Like, I'm going to have to just fight for it myself. Like care about yourself I'm going most, to yeah. have to like go grab the thing that I want, like, and just go for it. Like that's, that. that was, I had this moment of clarity and, and that honestly, I think that's, that's like this thing right now where it's really tough, especially for kids in their twenties who are entering the workforce in one of the worst type of climates for sure. with inflation for sure. and with like coming out of the pandemic where like they've been working remotely. And I mean, man, like for your mental health of just being oh, waking yeah. up and going over Straight to a to desk, desk and then not getting outside. No physical human interaction. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, I, and I, I sympathize for that, but like, you know, for me, it's, I'll tell you one other very funny thing is like, as I've kind of progressed, like, you know, you have this thing that's always like in the back of your mind where I was joking around about this the other okay. day, basically like I'm still like a child in this way where I think everybody's older than me. You know, I'm the oldest person on this team pretty much. Maybe there's one person older than me of like yeah. 30 something employees. Yeah. And I get in a room and I'm like, you um, know, there's somebody as like a position of power and I'm like, oh man, like that. And it's like that person's like 10 years young. <laughs> if I yeah, yeah, yeah. the person's 10 years young, I'm like, oh, I'm not scared of that person. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. so intimidated still. And uh, I don't know. I just, I guess it's just one of these things where you're either going to advance yourself and, and really get on that tip of like yeah. learning and being self-aware that, you know what, maybe like I come from this environment and I have to really teach myself that, you know, to get to the place that I want to be, or you're somebody like yourself that's just like naturally has that thing because of the environment that you're, that you come from. Yeah, no. And, and I mean, for me, I really want to, you know, push that in the sense that like we, as much as it, there's, you know, all these world global issues going on and, and we just came out of the pandemic and, you know, inflation's crazy and, you know, everything's happening overseas and there's so much happening. But I do believe that we are in the age of opportunity in the sense that, man, like with the internet, with the, like, we're, you're one email away from everyone in the world, it's which true. is crazy. And I think that like, yeah, just self-awareness, man, it's such a big trait. Like, a, I mean, we both know, but I, I think that's something that I really 
and pushing to my peers and want to push on this is that, you know, just know who you are and know what you like. And, and again, as much as you feel comfortable, step out of that comfort zone. That, that brings me to actually a question, though, in, in terms of what you said. What's like for you? what self like what motivation intrinsic motivate because at the end of the day like you you talk about that and i'm thinking like you have to be drilling that in yourself and you have to want it like your motivation has yeah. to be in the right place yeah. for you to actually go and explore all these curiosities that you have so for you like what would you say that your motivation is my motivation i would say is it's a couple of things one is like i want to be fulfilled um creatively and so like what that means That's to me is like making producing creating work that's that's memorable like that's not just like okay i gotta come in and do my job and just check the boxes and get this thing out and you know like i want to I want to produce big things. I want to make content that, you know, people care about, that makes them laugh, that makes, that elicits like emotions. Like that motivates me. I, I think I'm inspired by so much out there that I almost want to like have a similar impact in a way where like I could, yeah. you know, like this being a great example, like I, I would, I would hope that if we did this and it became something that could gain some traction that it could just like resonate with people and that it could be something that they relate to and feel like, okay, I'm not just alone on an yeah. island with these thoughts. Like there are other people out there that have the same thoughts. And that to me would be like great. The other thing obviously that motivates me is, is, you know, I have family, I have a kid, I have kids, two kids. And like, so a big motivation is just giving them the life that, that, you know, you I want, envision. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I would say the last thing is just like being happy. That really motivates me. Like, and so I'm always selfishly in a lot of ways yeah. doing the things that I need to do okay. that make me happy. Whether that is like, I play basketball once a week. Wednesday that's a big, night. yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. like, I need that, you know, or it's like having uh, time with my wife, like away from my kids and like saying like to my in-laws, yeah. yeah, take the kids, like yeah. that will make me, and then having time with my kids and like being able to like, just, you know, I, I got this job and it's taken time, time away from my kids. It's, it's, it's actually, that's one of the kind of downsides yeah. of taking this job is now I'm commuting into the city. I was working remotely before I could just get home. And, and so now I have a couple of days where I get home and they're yeah. already asleep and that hurts, you know, and yeah. it's, that's tough, man. Finding that balance between balance. I love that you touch on that. Finding that balance between being like, and you know, this might be a ways away for you, but like, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. It is really hard to be a good parent and a good like worker, like I a bet. good employee. Yeah. Like the the person that is doing both of those great, like show me that person because like it's impossible. It's so hard, and it's the thing that is constantly you know, I'm trying to juggle. Um, so motivated by a lot of things, but I'd be interested to know what you're motivated by. Yeah, I actually, I so I was in Toronto this past weekend and my buddy um, from the Dubai days, he, he we were just sitting down eating dinner, catching up. 
And he was like, man, like, you know, you seem like you got a good head on your shoulders. It's been 10 years since I've seen you. Good to see you're doing well. But like, I have a question for you. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, like, why do you wake up every morning? Like, what motivates you? What makes you happy? And I had to, I legit, like, I, we were just shooting the shit. And I was like, fuck, like, I had to think about it. I'm like, give me like a few minutes, man. Like, let me actually dive into what makes me happy and makes me wake up every morning. And I think number one, like you touched on it, obviously family and relationships. I think that for me, um, and what I think about a lot is that at the end of the day, when I'm older, I want to look back and be like, Hey, there were this many people in my life that meant something to me. And I hope I meant something to them and brought them either happiness or value in whatever yeah. way that was. And so building those relationships day in, day out, motivates the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, and, and that's family and friends. Can I, can I just add one thing to that? Yeah. I forgot that one too. Yeah. Like, I feel that way also. Like yeah, I, no, I, I, I want to have as many <laughs> meaningful like connections with people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, let me just, uh, retry. Throw that in there. <laughs> let me throw yeah, that man. in there you're, you're 21. I'm, I'm throwing an answer. No, that I love you forgot, that. Right? I love no. that. Um, okay, go on. No, I, no, that's funny as shit. Um, yeah, so so that's probably the biggest thing. And then for me, I think, and and you touched on it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this a little bit from you, but building something that is impactful and and is bigger than than just myself, in the sense that I love, man, I love I love what I'm doing right now, but I also love just thinking about where the world is going and the impact that I can make on whether that be individuals my age or people in, you know, hometown in New York, across the world, man, I just want to be, you know, the biggest impact I can be positive impact on the world. And at the end of the day, like, and I think this word is used a lot and I've had a lot of people say this to me recently, but it's like, yo, like you got to reach your potential. And I think that's such an arbitrary thing. Like, what the fuck is your right. Who the fuck knows right. their potential? And I think it's all what you make it, right? Like for me, as long as I, you know, have a good mindset and wake up every day fucking excited to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And and it the day I don't, I'm gonna make a change. Like I yeah. think, I think that's what I find so funny about, you know, mon- the, the mundane life that is that day-to-day corporate job that so many people live through is that, you know, they wake up and they go through the motion. It's like, fuck. Why the? Why are you doing that? I know. Like at the end but of the I've, day, but I've been, but I've been stuck in those situations before, and, and it's so like I, I can relate to that. So yeah, I'm curious though. I'm curious then, like, what is it, man? Like what? Like, is it is it that you're not educated? Like, is it that you're not educated? Is, is it stability? Is it safety? Like, what? What? It's a little bit of that. Yeah. It's a lot of the uncertainty of the unknown. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, it's it's this thing like okay if I move on, then like, I have to have something that I, then I have to have something lined up because otherwise I might not have money coming through. Like I think there's that, especially if you have a family Family, that you're depending on. Um, I've been, I was in that situation, you know, like early on and it was one of these things where it was just this mental hurdle for me where I was just like, I, I think, I would always say this to my to my girlfriend, who's now my wife at the time, where it was just like, all right, so then what I don't even know what to do. What what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't know what I want to choose as yeah. a as a career and yeah. like to go on and, and make a big decision. And 
she, her feedback to me, because she's much smarter than I am, <laughs> was always just like, go do anything. Like, just, you can't do this thing. Like, go out and do anything. And like, I don't know if that was the best piece of advice, but like it, she was right in the sense that where I was at was not where like I was going to grow at all. Yeah. And yeah, I think um, you were talking about like, you got to reach your full potential. And it's like, what, the do you, what does that, does that even mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, I saw somebody talk about this the other day where like, they, once they stopped putting that pressure on themselves and they were like, you know what? Like, I don't need necessarily to achieve greatness. Like, no. like I can be really happy just living like a normal life. And like, honestly, for me, I think there was definitely a point in time where I was like, if I don't achieve greatness, then my life yeah, is yeah. a failure. Okay. And like, I am ambitious and I do want to achieve things in my life. Yeah. But I think it is this societal thing where you are like, you have to reach your full potential. And like, you feel this like pressure, this For internal sure. pressure of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. I haven't made it. And I think that's the thing where, and then you see these people that, that you, you know, admire and yeah. that achieve greatness. And you're like, if I'm not that, then like, I am not a successful person in my life. And, and a lot of times I'm not happy. I actually wanted to ask you, like, what's a bad habit right now that you have that you're working through and if you don't and if you don't, and if you don't no, have one off maybe, the top of your head like no but that's a good question I, the reason i go like this is because i have so many bad habits like i have a, a ton of bad habits you know if you ask my wife she would she would say there's, there's a, lot of bad, <laughs> a lot of bad habits going yeah, yeah. on um and and i also want to come back to what you were just talking about okay. because um Maybe I'll start there and then I'll yeah, get to yeah. the bad habit. The 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 thing that you're talking about of like the minutia of like the of like feeling like you're super busy, but like it all comes down to the relationships. Just on like a serious tip right now, you know, I lost my father like a couple of years ago to to cancer. I recently Sorry. lost my my grandmother. Um, just she lived a full life, so it was a little bit different, right? And it's one of those things that puts things in perspective where you realize like at the end of the day, this thing that you're worrying about at work, like when you get to the end of your life, nobody, nobody man. is like thinking back to that thing. All they're thinking about is like the relationships, the love, you know, like the connections 100%. that have been made. And that's where it's like, I always get lost in that type of like work sauce of just like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed out. And then I need to take the step back and just be like, it's not, that's not what it's about. Like, I, you know, obviously you get caught up in that stuff, but like at the end of the day, does it really matter? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Don't you find though that like any, let's say, let's say in the work life, like anything that you're worrying about today or this week doesn't fucking matter next week, man. And, yeah. and so it's one of those things where like, you know, I, I feel like, especially in North America, just like everyone's worried about, you know, school or work or you know that job or wh whatever it is and yeah. that's actually a, a, a difference i found like just to get broad but that's a difference i found in in the european culture yeah. is that man like well, even i was there this summer and you know no one no one gives a fuck about work or yeah. they, they just bro everyone's singing in the coffee shop and they're having a good time with their yeah. family What's it's, up with that, it's bro? good food <laughs> Good drink, yeah. like great wine, yeah. and just like those relationships that they fucking love. Yeah. 
And that's all it's about. At the end of the day, like they don't take work home. I feel like a lot of us here take work home oh and God, stress yeah. about things. And and there it's like, so you're saying their, their calendar isn't full of just back to back <laughs> like, meetings and calls and just like literally just an over an overload of, of just constant in information age, information, man. That's what it is, we're bro. It drives oh. me crazy. I, to to go to back to the bad habits. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just I want to hear that. I know like somebody would be like, okay, but he didn't answer that question. Yeah, no, I want to hear that. Um, my bad habits are, I have a couple bad habits, I would say. One is I have a bad, um, my diet isn't the best. Like I'm, I'm kind of skinny, you know what I mean? Like I've always been skinny, yeah. but like I'm a late night snacker. That's okay. definitely a thing. Yeah. It's probably because I, you know. What's I, your go-to snack? Um, I'm, I have a sweet tooth, so like. I honestly, it's bad. It's like sweet, salty, sweet. So I'll, I'll like eat pretzels, I'll eat cookies, I'll eat okay. ice cream. I'll, it's bad. Yeah, like, yeah. I won't eat all day and then I'll eat dinner and I'll just like snack, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that's probably the, the one of my, one of my, that's definitely a habit that, oh, I'll give you one more. And this has been like a habit I've had forever. And it's, oh man, this one really hurts me because I'll tell you why, because I, I bite my nails, right? And it's it's like a nerve thing, right? And yeah. um and it's funny funny enough and I have this in my pocket. My my thing to kind of counteract that is I I I steal these little poppet things from my I used to see you do that kids, in the meetings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I pop these guys to like prevent myself yeah, from yeah. from biting my nails, but I still like do it and and now, you know, this is like a real good lesson, but like my kids now like are biting their nails just because they've seen you because they saw me do it and i'm like oh man what did i do like yeah, yeah, how yeah. can i and i think that's kind of like it's 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 kind of stopped me in a way okay from doing it but like it's one of those nervous habits that yeah. like the stress and the anxiety i i get i i don't even realize it as i'm doing it so I would say let's start with those first two habits, okay. and I'll tell you about more bad habits down the line. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel like this will be like a, a pretty consistent yeah. segment in terms of, yo, what bad habit are you working on this <laughs> yeah, week, bro? Yeah. Like, because um, that's definitely very relatable, and I'm curious too to hear, like, you know, I, I know this isn't going out, but I want to see in the comments who, yeah, what bad yeah. habits those individuals yeah. got. What but, bad uh, habits do you have? Exactly, out there? exactly. Tell us. And what are you doing to make a change? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I, I mean, I feel like the biting the nails is probably a pretty common one. Yeah. Um, definitely. And you got any, what, what would you say is your right now? Yeah. Right now, bad habit you're, you're trying to work through sleep, man. Sleep. I'm so like, you go to sleep late. Don't sleep in it. Like I sleep probably five hours a night. Like, mm. and, and that, you know, I, I feel like for me right now, I'm in a spot where I don't know if it's probably the naivety, the or however you want naivete, naivety, yeah. that um, I am young and invincible. Yeah. And so I feel like, like, you know, when you feel invincible, you feel like, oh, fucking my health doesn't matter. I'll be fine. I can go out and have a good time and be up at 7 a.m. Right. for work the next morning and, and not drink enough water and all that shit. And so, you know, when I was playing high level sport, I obviously, you know, every morning I woke up, meditated, stretched, drank, you know, two glasses of water before I even did anything else, which I think is the most important thing to start your day, by really? the way. Interesting. So, so no, legit, like in terms of the health benefits and this, like I could send, I'll, I'll send you the links of like a few articles is I've read. Is this what but, you're putting me onto is two glasses of water? No, but no, but 
It'll be one of the things. This put you on right here. This is clip this. Um, clip it. Legit, man. If you start your morning and it's got to be room temperature, it cannot be cold, yeah. cannot be hot. Every day before you do anything else, before you consume anything else, two glasses of water, it starts to get your digestive system going. Because again, once you drink two uh, room temperature glasses, your body's awake. It actually does more for you than coffee does. Full, full, two full glasses two full, of water. I don't I mean, even think I could. I don't you don't think you could do I that? Do You're it. not thirsty when you wake up in the morning. I'm like I a think, little bit. I mean, let's let's start I with drink, fucking one. Like yeah. we don't. Need I drink. To a, I drink. Hit a, the fences. A, I drink here. the full coffee when I yeah, wake up no, in the morning, I, I, which I, I know is not great. No, by but the way. I, I shit you not. Like in terms of you want to wake up, like you're drinking the coffee for the functionality probably. I, I do like the taste of coffee, but you're not supposed to have coffee within the first hour and a half of you waking up. It doesn't have the same effect. And two glasses of water to That's wake another up. another bad habit. Okay, yeah, go Does on. more for you than any coffee would in terms of I'm your sure. mental state and you being awake. Yeah. So legit, if I could put anyone on to something, it'd be the first thing you do when you wake up. Two glasses, gotta be room temperature because cold shocks the system. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I would say. Um, but Interesting. Can I ask you a, a, a separate question? Yeah. Do you take cold showers in the morning? Because I hear that's, uh, I, I, it's not that I hear. I know that a lot of people just like um, say that a cold shower is like the best thing that you could do. And like that, that like uh, whatever stimulates yeah. your entire body or like get, like wakes you wakes you up. Do you ever do one of those? I don't take them in the morning. The yeah. only time I'll take a cold shower is after a workout. But I'm I'm a sauna guy. Sauna to me yeah. is like the third best cold shower though. After a workout, is like pretty easy to do. You're like your whole body is hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not. Yeah, I don't do. I couldn't do that. I'm gonna morning. put you onto something. Um, morning routine wise, guy. Yeah. You probably already do it. Make your bed. Like I know everybody yeah. says that. Everybody yeah. says that. Like ever since I started making I, my I bed, I actually don't. You don't. No. Um. Ever since I started making my bed, it's just one of those things where it's like. I, I accomplished something like, even yeah, though it's, it's a, like, um, um, a very, mundane like, task. yeah, mundane task every single day, make my bed. This is not like, um, you know, saying some sort of revolutionary thing. Cause there's so many people that, that say it. Um, yeah, I think that's something I would say you should do because otherwise you're just, you just feel a little bit scattered. I don't know. Also like, I don't love the idea of just getting into a bed. I feel like maybe that speaks more to the fact that you're like young and like, you know, like just out of, just out of college, uni, as you would say, yeah. like, and you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of like still in that frat mode. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was ever in that like frat mode, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I like that. I think if I'll, yeah, I'll take that away from this. I'll go make my bed tomorrow. <laughs> Do it. I will. Do um, it. Tell me how you feel afterwards. I, I'm I'm on a couch, so I'll make the couch. <laughs> <Okay>. but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I, uh, I like that. I think that you know, as we as we go along, I want that to be a segment of the show in terms of like what bad habits we're working on. Next week, man, I want I want to hear you know your experience. You better take two glasses of water tomorrow morning and yeah. let me know, and I'll make the couch tomorrow morning. I like this we'll, thing um, that we're getting into right now of like I'm, I'm pulling this up. No, no, I got you. Of the different things that we want to kind of talk about. I know we kind of skipped over some stuff. Do we want to get into some of those topics or do what, tell me what you're feeling right now in terms of our conversation. I think, well, I think we got to touch on the world cup. Okay. So let's do it. Let's, let's pause on all of the personal development stuff and just talk world cup. It's and it's culturally uh, relevant right it's now. It's very man. culturally relevant. And uh, give me, give me your first kind of take on it. Yeah. So, and let people know about where your background as it relates to it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I've thoroughly enjoyed 
this World Cup. Yeah. Um, you know, there were a lot of questions going in and in terms of, you know, some of the um it, it obviously being in the winter is new. Um obviously the like bro, they just outlawed the the alcohol like a week before the tournament even yeah. started. That was crazy. People were like, this is gonna be a shitty World Cup. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I I played, you know, uni, I played for FC Edmonton, um, which the pro team in where I'm from Edmonton. And yeah, I mean, Canada, I'm from Canada, obviously. Canada being in the World Cup for the first time in 36 years, fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I think that, and, and someone was mentioning this to me, but the fact that it's nations competing for, you know, one prize, there's, what else is like this? There's you know, nothing like, like there, it. you got like, okay, someone mentioned the World Baseball Classic or um, the Olympics, but like, it's not the same. And so, bro, how has it been here? Like, what's, I mean, I, I tell people this all the time. I'm like a, I'm a diehard sports fan. I love basketball, professional basketball. I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I love watching football, fantasy football. I love the Mets. Don't really love baseball, like watching it so much. The championships of all of those sports that are okay. To me, there is no, and I, I, like in all fairness, I don't watch a ton of club of like the uh, what's it called like EPL, yeah, yeah, yeah. like club all football. these club yeah, football, yeah. proper football, proper football. But to me, there's nothing better than the World Cup, I would agree. and it's because how high the stakes are. Like every in, four years, every four years, and like in so many different ways. Like, what scenario are you going to watch? Like France play against like England and it's just this like historical battle. And I was telling you about this the other day. This is, this to me is like why I love world cup in yeah. like in a, in, in, in an example, it's like I'm flying home the other day from, from Miami. Like we were at some event, South Korea is playing against, I think it was Portugal and they needed to win to advance to, to the uh, yep. knockout round. Yep. They're in like the nine. They're in like extra time. Ninetieth plus seven or something. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And like some, I forget what the guy's name is, right? But they score a goal, and it's just pandemonium. They they go to the sidelines. It's just these Korean like people that are just hysterically crying out of, of like fans. happiness, and it's just they're so like ecstatic, and it's just like oh my god. And then they're like, well. So what this means now is that Uruguay is now not going to advance unless they, you know, score another goal. So let's now go to Uruguay versus who were they playing? Uh, They're playing like Cameroon or like uh, one of the what? South Korea, Portugal, and Uruguay was playing. It was an African. Uh, I want to say it was Ghana. Yeah, maybe Ghana. I don't know what it was. So let's go to 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 that game, and then it's just panic, and they show yeah, they're trying. They, they need one more goal because it's the goal differential. Yeah, so they're the goal they're throwing people forward, and they see the the other they game see on the, the game ends. They need a goal, right? Yeah. And Suarez is on the side, like he's like on it's the verge of World tears. Yeah. Like it's his last World Cup, and there's like some kind of like suspect calls by the refs, for sure. And literally, they 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 get a couple opportunities. They don't work out. And then the game ends and they are just like, you know, they can't be consoled. They, a, 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 a few of the players on the team chase the refs off the field I and are like that. trying to like attack them. And oh, it's just mistake. like, wow, this is amazing. And then it's like, okay, now back to, back to the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the South Korea. Yeah. And they're watching the game. Yeah. It's going back and forth. Right? Yeah. And then it's just like, 
pure joy. Like, yeah. and they're just oh, the celebrating, emotions, and, they're, sure. and they're they have the flag, and I'm like, yo, where, what, in what amazing, scenario man. in sports? Nothing Do you like see it. this. Nothing like it. Right? There's like, nothing. And I was telling you the other day too, like Saudi Arabia beats Argentina and like, you know, the guy, uh, what's his name? MBS. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, that guy. Yeah. Is like getting Rolls Royce, like phantoms for everybody on the team. I mean, if those, if, if that team loses all, all of their matches and they go back to Saudi Arabia, like that's a dicey situation. That's how high the stakes are, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, and, I, and even even like me personally, I remember. So Canada first time, thirty six years. Yeah, we go. We we went out to watch every game, and they're early in the morning. We're a few hours behind East Coast. And man, I remember, you know, that first game against Belgium, who was ranked second from in the in the FIFA World Rankings. Yeah, and first 10 minutes Canada fucking playing them off the park and we're all in this bar and everyone is freaking out like there's no way Canada small nation yeah. we're gonna beat Belgium and so yeah. we get the penalty who steps up Edmonton boy Alfonso Davies so like it's not even like you know he's from somewhere else in Canada legit the guy went to school across from this bar for right. example and bro so everyone's in there like yo this is Edmonton guy we're gonna be put on the map this is fucking crazy yeah. and just like obviously he missed the penalty and the disappointment um that he ended up scoring Canada's first goal against Croatia yeah. in the World Cup ever um which is crazy but yeah man I mean just to your point the stakes the emotion I feel like I've never seen the nation get behind something like that. Like, we're in North America. It's not fucking proper football nations. Yeah. But, bro, the amount of, like, you know, the, 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 the spirit around Team Canada, yeah. in, in, in Edmonton specifically, but across all of Canada, was crazy, man. I've never, even for the Olympics, like, it's normally legit, but it's not, it wasn't the same as the World Cup. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I always kind of find just intriguing and I, I love so much is, like, I don't really know so much about like Uruguay or like Cameroon yeah. or like even like, you know, you could watch like a, a match where it's between, I don't know, give me like two random like countries. Uh, Poland is playing like um, Serbia. Serbia or like, you know, uh, Ghana or whatever. And, it, and just watching the mannerisms of how they actually like interact with each other. You're like, okay, I don't know a lot about this country and the people there, but like, I could kind of, there's some takeaways in terms of like the cultural aspects of yeah. how they, how they yeah. each kind of celebrate, yeah, how they yeah, yeah. each kind of show That's emotion, yeah, yeah. how they each, my favorite thing, which a lot of people hate, but like when they get hurt and they like do the theatrics of yeah, like yeah, yeah. rolling around, it's hilarious. And t teams do that. Like the, the Brazilian players for, you saw those dances, like yeah. those guys, like just, yeah, the cultural aspects cultural. of the game is, is so cool to see. And I think too, man, like the one thing that's different from this to like club proper football, yeah. everyone gives way more, they're way more passionate about their country yeah, than the course. fucking club. Yeah. So bro, just the passion that you see, these guys going every fucking tackle. They're like, the guys are like calf cramps, 95 seventh minute and giving everything worse for the club they'll never do that every one of these guys when they get knocked out whether if you're neymar or like we we're talking about suarez or it's crying just, man yeah cristiano ronaldo it's just tears like it's four years like it's 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 i was thinking about the other day it's like usa england right which is it, again it's just like the history there like yeah there's so yeah. Much, there's so much yeah. like of that tension and it's like yeah because like 
the Revolutionary War. Like we we have like a real rivalry yeah. with these guys. Did Obviously, you, did, did things you, are much better now. Did right? you see all the uh, all the memes? Like it's football versus soccer. Whoever wins, we're calling yeah, it that. You right. saw it? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was funny, but yeah, no. I mean, you hundred percent. And I think too, like everyone that I've talked to who's actually like attended the World Cup. I know we we're going to touch on this, but because. 2026 it's coming to the u.s canada and mexico and yeah. obviously you know the the players travel like from mexico city they're gonna have to come east coast west yeah. coast like it's not gonna be the same as this year in qatar the, to the people i've talked to who have went the proximity yeah i'm pretty sure all the stadiums the eight stadiums that they've been playing at are all within like 120 kilometers of each other yeah so it's very close and so everyone like just like the world cup um village is crazy apparently whereas like in 2026 it'll be different but I feel like we'll have a chance to take it in being uh, in North America. Oh, I'm sure there'll absolutely. be some crazy games in New York. Like, I cannot wait for that. And that's honestly why I'm just sad right now because it's like, I can't wait. We got to wait four years. I, yeah, no, yeah. I can't wait for the It'll game. It'll fly, but yeah. So we're going to kind of just go through a couple of these quick kind of hitting things because I think a big part of this outside of the personal development is like, and this kind of, maybe ties in a way is like putting each other onto things and, yep. and, and yep. kind of going through some of the topics that we have here. So I'll start from the top, right? Um, what is the top, sh the top podcast episode or show that you've listened to, listened recently? to recently? Yeah. So, I mean, I so let's, and let's do it. Let's see how, let's see if we could get through them in a relatively, you want to do like, just like rapid fire. Yeah. Let's not see. rapid fire, but, but like, yeah, like kind of quick in a way. I mean, the the pod that I actually listened to the most recently that has still stuck with me, and you actually put me onto this a while ago, and then I was on the plane and I only had like a couple podcasts downloaded. Okay, and it was the the Tim Ferriss Biology one. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, I didn't finish it, and so I was just like, oh, I, I only have like three things downloaded. One of them was maybe a, a Joe Rogan podcast that I was like, hey, I can listen to this anytime. Another one was the the Biology conversation, and I was just like, let me finish this. So. That's stuck with me. I mean, I, I'd love for you to like talk more on your like. I know you is Tim Ferriss not your favorite pod? I mean, that's yes, that's my favorite. Is pod. that is that what you were gonna say? No. Well, so the episode that I listened to most recently, or it wasn't the most recent one, but the one that stuck with me was um, he did one with this guy Jay Cal. I, I can't even pronounce the guy's last name, and it was just an amazing interview. This guy has like a, a crazy story of like just coming from New York and how he, you know, from Brooklyn and how he like became an entrepreneur and became very successful. But I love that podcast episode so much. And I sent it to a bunch of people, like yeah, some yeah. of my colleagues. And then it put me onto his podcast, which is called the all in podcast. I've heard of that. Yeah. That he does with like, um, uh, Chamath and okay. yeah, this yeah. guy, David Sachs and this guy Friedberg. And they're, they're like these four just like, um, really successful, uh, entrepreneur business people. And, and that's a really fascinating podcast that I put you onto because I started listening to and the episode, I listened to a couple of them, but the first one I listened to was they basically broke down everything with SBF and the whole FTX like Crazy. scandal. Okay. And I didn't really broke it down from what perspective, like, like just exactly what happened yeah, and yeah. like, and their whole perspective on it. And it was one of these things where I really just did not understand what had happened until I yeah. had listened to that. 
Um, so that was great. They also interviewed uh, the the CEO of Coinbase, um, something Armstrong. I forget what his name is. Something Stuart. Uh, Brian, Brian Armstrong. Brian Armstrong. Armstrong. Is that it? Yeah. That might be wrong. But whatever the case, I'm not sure. Yeah, he was like in communication with SBF while everything was going down, and it was like a really candid look into yeah, okay. like uh, from from the perspective of somebody who has like essentially like a competitive business to him for sure yeah, yeah but that like saw him as kind of like a contemporary yeah um i really enjoy it yeah and that was like a really fascinating one. i'll send that one yeah, to yeah, you. yeah 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 no we'll link it in the in the show notes too so how about top show what show top show i just finished and I, you know what <laughs> i'm gonna it, say yeah, is yeah, white yeah. lotus too, man um what episode are you up to man i just started i, I finished like the first like two or three everyone's been like yo you got to watch white lotus and I don't have um, HB, like HBO in Canada, yeah. so I've been like trying to grind to get it, and someone hooked me up with like their Crave TV password or something, and I was able to watch on there. So um, that's one thing. Top like, two or three of 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 season one or season two? One. Oh wow! So yeah, like I just started. Like oh, holy cow! Yeah, so wow. I mean, awesome. the first couple episodes, I was I'm, I'm intrigued. I definitely looks fucking legit. What's your what's my your guy feelings? Tyler? Um, who's Probably like right behind me. Oh, nah, no, he's not. <laughs> he just finished season one. Like I put him on and I was yeah, like, yeah, Yo, yeah. you got to watch it. And he blazed through it and he loved it. Um, yeah. It's just an amazing show and it's really interesting. Like I'm not going to, no spoilers, whatever, but it's just, it's, it's one of these things where you watch it and you're constantly feeling like this anxiety and this, it's like a dark comedy, but it's also like very much, um, they do a really great job in terms of like character development yeah. and also these different kind of storylines that intersect and weave in and out of each other. Um, yeah. So I, I can't wait to talk to you about yeah, it once you're no, finished. We'll, def with it. we'll definitely have to touch on it more um, and I'll keep watching it. But, and then, so what about a book? A book. Okay. Um, I, I read a couple books kind of at the same time, but the book that's like I've been reading a lot is okay. uh, a book called The Untethered Soul. And Never heard of it. Um, I don't even, I forget who it's by, but it's it's very interesting. And I would say the main kind of like takeaway from it or the main thing that I would, that I feel like you would vibe with is it's a lot about like how you have thoughts, you know, and like, and you have this internal dialogue constantly in your mind, right? Like that you're talking to basically. And, but like, and you, sometimes you listen to it and you're like, that's me. That's my, that's that, that uh, conversation yeah, yeah. That I'm having is me. And a lot of times it's like, you think those thoughts are, are the right thoughts. You listen to those thoughts. And it's like, it's like, if you, if you took the, that that thing yeah, out of your head, yeah. you would be like, "That's a crazy person." I got you. Like, and, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's it's about being able to like observe, okay, how you have those thoughts, yeah, and not actually like like react to them in a way where it's like kind of disasso disasso disassociating yourself with your thoughts. And like as I'm reading, it, I'm like, "Holy shit! Like this is crazy!" Like. It's true. I'm constantly having this dialogue in my mind, like where it's like I'm saying something or something's saying something to me, and I'm like saying something back to it. And yeah. I don't know. It's 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 next level. Who's it's, it by? Um, I don't know off you the top know? of my okay. head, but uh, I'll find that out. Untethered what, soul. Untethered soul. What about you? What book? 
again, this is one we talked about before too, that I, I, because I, it's in my backpack yeah. and I've been traveling and I'm like, oh, let me repick this up. Um, sovereign individual. Yeah. And so that one is about adapting to the information age. So it kind of talks about like the year 2000 and essentially the internet. And now obviously we're in the information age in terms of information overload. We touched on it earlier and it's how to position yourself to be able to function as an individual, as a sovereign individual and kind of disassociate yourself from a nation, a nation state. Yeah. So I think like, man, it's been, it's been a super interesting read to see, like, obviously it's, it's pro um, crypto and it kind of talks about like how you going forward, you know, assets will be owned by the state instead of you individually and, and how that's, you know, the direction we're going. And I think like in terms of macro, and, and obviously the book was written like a long time ago uh-huh. in terms of macro, like there's some interesting things that they've called out. Like it talks about a pandemic um, coming and switching the way we live and think about things, which is insane. Yeah. Like as I was Simpsons, reading it, bro. it is, it is. So <laughs> as I'm reading it and I, I started it yeah. um, a long time ago and then kind of got back into it. And yeah, man, I definitely would recommend it for anyone who's kind of wants to, you know, broaden the perspective on, you know, what role nations play in society and just how to, you know, adapt and be an individual. And, you know, I, I really, um, I would recommend it. I got to put that on the list. I yeah, man. I mentioned it before. I right? think what we got to do, and I think it'd be interesting is like, you know, maybe it's every month, but like, or every couple months, but we pick like, I'll, I'll read the untethered soul yeah, and we just do a book swap or something. And you read the sovereign individual and we'll come back and in a month from now, we'll be like, Hey, what'd you think? And we can just touch on like our learnings and talk about that because again, like the books and the amount of value that I've gained from reading yeah. alone has been significant and helped me along my journey. I so. like that book swap. Should we like yeah, open bro. up like the jersey? No, legit. I think like a jersey swap. Like, <laughs> jersey swap. And we should, yeah, we should do jersey swaps as well. But uh, yeah, I'm, no, I think we do a book swap. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, actually you, you give me the next topic. What do you think? Yeah. So. I mean, because I think we're run, we might be running short on on time, or yeah, what? yeah. I think we should probably wrap in five at it. Okay, I, I got a call in. I had a call <laughs> in five. Um, yo, yeah. I mean, let, let's touch on a couple more things. Okay. What, a social piece of content. What? Yeah. So social piece of content. Um, so I would just say this. I got into TikTok like fairly recently. I swear, bro, did I not put you on TikTok? Like I sw- we would be in meetings. I think so. I swear I would send you shit. Maybe. I, I don't want to claim it, but I feel like I one of my buddies like I feel like I contributed yeah, to that. Yeah, there's definitely like it's a new thing. And okay, I get why like it's like a gift and a curse. Why it's very problematic in a lot of ways because I go down rabbit holes where yeah. I'm just like whoosh and I come out of it. I'm like, what have I been doing for the last, you know, however long? Um but there's so many interesting like things. And, and so I, I would say um, one that I've been watching a lot lately is this guy, I think his name is Juice, who like goes up to street vendors and he basically uh, like, I think it's out in, on the West Coast of uh, like in California and like he'll ask them, you know, how much is it? And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, and they'll be like, you know, $3 for whatever, like, and then he'll give them a thousand dollars. Okay. And it's like this thing with human psychology of just seeing somebody like so stunned and the reaction and then the natural gratitude of just like getting like this, like this life-changing amount of money for them. And it's, 
it's amazing. I, I like, I watch like a million of them and, uh, and there's so many of these types of things, like random things that I'm just watching. Um, but you give me one. I know what you're going to say. No, I, I actually, I actually am going to go a different route. I, the, the, I'm gonna stick on the TikTok theme. Something that I've enjoyed watching is um, this one guy. I think his name's like Caleb Simpson. I want to say, yeah. And he he like goes on the street and he's like, "Hey, like, how much do you pay for rent?" Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and they're like, "Oh, I, and it, he's in New York." But I've seen ones like he's kind of started a trend where now like people are doing it all over the place, and yeah. it's like, "Oh, I pay, you know." 3,200. He's like, can place. I see your apartment? And, and so, I mean, I mean, I, I appreciate like architecture and I appreciate like, you know, me potentially moving soon and looking at play and just like, man, him going in the places and them being like so welcoming and showing him everything and just seeing like how people live potentially in New York versus like other content creators who are doing that in Dubai or yeah. LA or, and it's, it's I, crazy I, how you learn more through things like that. There is also like, um, there's this guy I'll give a shout out to named Ted Czar, who's actually from my hometown, who asked people, uh, what do you do for a living? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, oh, is, and, his name's Ted Czar? Yeah. Is he's that guy? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, what, and what's the best part of your, about your job? And like, there are people where you just like, it, it, I, I get more out of that almost than like, I would never know what somebody does, you know, and like what the best part of their job is. I'll throw one last one. At, I know I again, you. we're short on time. No, but you're good. I love the high school kids yeah. asking, uh, you know, who's the hottest guy or who's the hottest <laughs> girl. And then they go to the person yeah. and they say, this person And what do you think of Jimmy? You, what do you think of him? I saw another clip, like this other thing that this guy's doing or, or a couple of people are doing where they're saying, rate yourself one to 10. And they'll be like, I think I'm an eight. And then they'll, I see that too. they'll show somebody else it. like, what do you think that person is? And they'll be like, five, what do you think you are? I'm a 10. And they show... Bro, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. I actually enjoy all of those different types of content. The right one, now. the one other thing I've seen too, and and I appreciate this, like as a as a young single guy, is this one this one guy I forget his name. He'll he'll like go up to girls on like a, a college campus or whatever, and they'll be like dialed in on the computer or listening to something, and he'll be like, oh, like what's your favorite song? And he kind of has like the guitar behind his I back. And then the like, song. he's like, oh, uh, something by Harry Styles. And then he's just like, oh, can I play it for you? And bro, they're all just like, they're all like looking at him like, yeah. oh, this is going to be shit. And then he like actually like starts jamming and they all, the tendency in all of them is they, they're on their laptop or something yeah. and they, they all like, kind of like close, close halfway. It. And then like, as he's singing, they're like playing with their hair and he's like, they all <laughs> shut it off, man. And I'm like, yo, this guy like yeah. is killing it. And it's, so I, yo, I, I tend to like, I love everybody, but I, I fall into that group of like um, the guy who's playing the guitar to girls. I'm always just like that motherfucker. Yeah, bro, he's <laughs> like, get, us away all, from, get away from that girl that like, I don't even know. He's like, making us all look yeah, bad, man. But, look uh, bad. but yeah, I mean, so I, I know that again, do are we, do we have anything else like that we want to hit or. Again, I know we're short. We're yeah, short on time a little bit, but I think you know. Um, do you want to put me on to yeah, one thing? Yeah, I actually do. So, right. uh, I had a super interesting meeting today, and I noticed something in the meeting, and I was like, "The fuck is that?" And then after the meeting, I sent an email, and so there's this thing called Fireflies.ai. Okay. And so every time you join a meeting, yeah. So like, if if I use this platform and I've used it once or twice. Every time I pop into like a Google Meet, 
this will join as well. Yeah. And so it'll be like another person in the Google Meet, obviously camera off, everything. And what it does is it records the Google meeting and then it sends you an email with like the spark notes from the meeting. So bro, legit, I got sent an email and it said 56% of the conversation was positive. 14% was neutral and whatever the, and I'm not going to do math right now, but was negative. It, it gave me the sentiment. It gave me 23 questions were asked. 10 answers were provided. This, like I, on that call, there were maybe five of us. It said that I spent 56% of the time talking and it showed like the <laughs> breakdown, which is crazy, bro. And yeah. I was just like, again, I know we'll talk about AI next time, but just fireflies.ai was crazy. I, I definitely like, if you're someone who works in an environment or takes a lot of meetings day yeah. to day, I definitely recommend that in terms of now, like we're working on Zoom and all this stuff. Crazy, bro. Um, that's crazy. You? That's crazy. And I, my one quick thing to that is like, I don't. You don't I don't do, want that. I don't want. You don't want I, to know. I can't have that. I, I can't yeah. have that information. I'm old school like that. That's like fair. I, I just, I don't have enough time. I think the one thing I guess I would put you on to just on the spot, like you're in New York City, you gotta hit up um, one of the real deal like bagel spots. And get I honestly yourself, haven't had a New York bagel. Man. Get yourself an everything bagel yeah, yeah. with cream cheese okay. with locks. I had I one today you. actually from Tall Bagels, okay. which is on the east uh, on yeah, the yeah. east side. Um, there's Murray's bagels over here, yeah, which is like yeah, yeah. legit. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not like putting you onto anything new per se, but like, no, yo, I appreciate that. You gotta have a, a good bagel, cream cheese with locks or a good bacon, egg and cheese on a bagel before you dip out okay. back to Canada. Yeah. That's my vibe. I definitely, tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, I'll, I'll, I'll get a video of me eating the Maybe bagel. Maybe we do a review. Uh, we'll do a bagel review, review next. Yeah. Next, yeah, I'm down. All right. Well, listen. I feel like we could have gone on for like another. Oh, bro. Hour, be a four two hour hours, bro. Yeah. yeah this, this, this is crazy. This is Joe Rogan. You might type. have to like put some parameters on this. <laughs> I'm saying, yo. Well, yeah. I mean, that was fucking fun. It was fun. Um, day one. Day one. We're building. Oh,